as we move into the second hour now, we're going to be turning our attention to uh, Brian Cooper of the Sioux, Diocese of Sioux Falls. He's going to be speaking with us about the Faith and Business Conference. Good morning, Brian. Are you there? Yes, good morning. Awesome. Thanks for being on with us this morning. Yes, thanks for having me. Great. Well, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about yourself to get us started? Yeah, um, I'm a uh, director of marketing in Sioux Falls and have been with the Faith and Business Conference now for the last four or five years. And yeah, uh, Catholic here in Sioux Falls and uh, I'm a member of St. Lambert Parish. Excellent. Um, so you are one of the directors of the Faith and Business Conference. Can you tell us about how, how this all got started and how you got involved? Yeah, so uh, our executive director, Jill Rutten, about five or six years ago had this idea. How can we take Catholic faith, faith principles and apply them in business? Hmm. And it was, a, it was a big idea when we started, and we said, why don't we have a conference where we can bring everybody together, bring in academics, um, people who can speak directly to these topics, business people who are trying to do this in business, how do we bring all these people together in one place and help teach them how to turn these faith principles into business practices and take their Sunday, what they get in church on Sunday, into their Monday at work? Mm. That That's fantastic. I know uh, there was a guest speaker that came into my husband's class uh, at NDSU at the Business College, and she taught about Catholic social teachings, and uh, she was a sister, and uh, and it was just great because the students were like, Hey, I learned that when I was a kid in, you know, in, in catechism and in uh, religion class. And then the the non-Catholic students, they were just like, those are just common sense principles, the seven Catholic social teachings. Mm. So it's what a great way to bring in Catholic social teaching and issues of, of justice and ethics into our workplace. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that a, a lot of businesses out there in the world today are using Catholic social teachings as part of their business practices. What we're aiming to do is explain to them that this is what it is, and here are the reasons and the roots behind it, and here are some practical ways that you can implement them in your business, because who doesn't want things like the common good and human flourishing and subsidiarity and all of these things that we all want, because if we have them, we're going to be successful in business and we're going to make money. Yeah. And and that is the the whole goal is to elevate the human condition, and as business owners, there's a, a huge responsibility in that. Yeah, and I would say with the Brian with the the marketplace so quickly evolving and changing with the advent of new technologies and so on, there's really the need for the Catholic voice in the midst of all that. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, and in today's world, it's easier and easier. To get that message out there, but it's also easier to get sucked into other messages that aren't, you know, the Catholic teachings. And so that's what we're here to try and do, is to bridge that gap between people Sunday and what they get at Mass and the Holy Sacrament, and how do you take that into your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, when you walk into the office, into a place that, for a lot of people, isn't faith-based? How do you continue to live an integrated life? instead of a divided life where you're living one way Sunday and a completely different way at work the rest of the week. And, and so tell us, Brian, what are some of the things that you have learned from the faith and business conferences that you've participated in the past? Yeah, some of the stuff that I've learned is what I've touched on a little bit in the past is, you know, this idea of human flourishing and the common good and 
you know, business today a lot of times is looked at as evil. People who make money are evil because they're not making it the right way or they're taking advantage of someone. And what business is really here for is the common good. They're here to make money, but they're here to make money to employ workers, to give it to charities, to do the right thing, to help the people in their organizations be the best people that they can be. And those are a lot of the things that I've learned is, you know, business doesn't have to be evil. It can be a force for good. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think that a lot of people don't realize in our world today is business can be one of the best things for people because it can help them be better people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important point that you make that there is this notion out there that for one person to make more money means that necessarily another person makes less, right? That that for for one person to be able to be su- successful that means they're necessarily stripping from another person. Wouldn't you say that that's kind of a common theme that's pumped out there? Yeah, because everybody looks at it and says, well, there's a pie and there's only so many slices of the pie and if you have more slices than I do, that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. But you have to look deeper than that and say, well, what are they doing with it? How are they treating their employees? How are they, you know, mm-hmm. tithing it to their local parishes? How mm-hmm. are they helping the human condition? How are they doing all of these things that business can do that is good? But most of the things you see, you know, on TV and in the news are always the bad headlines, you know, looking back to the days of Enron and corporate right. greed. But that's not what business really is. Business was began as a way to put people to work and to let them provide for their families and do the right thing. Right, right. And it's really good that you give these opportunities for, you know, businesses in your community to to learn more because there isn't a business out there that you know, runs ethically and gives back to their employees and gives back to the community that isn't successful. I mean, I'm using some double negatives probably in that. <laughs> but when when you really um, invest yourself into your employees, when you really invest yourself into your community and give back, God rewards you tenfold. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, and we live in a place, you know, you guys are in Fargo, we're in Sioux Falls, and the upper Midwest right now is you know, really, the economy's really going well. Unemployment is super low. And so what do most companies talk about is is they are fighting for the best of the best in the mm-hmm. workforce and fighting just to keep people. And so how do you do that? One of the best ways is to implement these practices into your business because you're going to have happier employees that feel fulfilled, that feel like they're in it for the right things, and you're going to retain people. And, and isn't that what it's all about, is having the best people that believe in the same things you believe in working on your team? Sure. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Brian? How, was, how have you been able to take what you've learned in the conferences and put that into practice in your own business? Yeah, a lot of the ways that I've kind of explained is I'm, I'm in marketing, and it's given me, uh, and I market a company who we work all across the country, and it's given me a way of looking at things of like, okay, how do the goods and services that the company that I work for how do we provide those services in a positive manner? How do we provide them so that everybody wins, including our employees, including the customer? And I, I start, I've started looking at things as what's in it for everyone, not just what's in it for us, but what's in mm-hmm. it for everybody and how can we help everyone in the process? Hmm. I can only imagine that that radically begins to change the equation when you begin asking that question. Yeah, you definitely do look at the world a lot differently when you, your eyes begin to get open to this, this thought process of, 
the common good and subsidiarity and all of these things that you know you've seen, but you don't you don't have a lens to look at them through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're speaking right now with uh, Brian Cooper with regard to the uh, give give me the name the actual name of the conference is the Faith and Business Conference, Brian. Yep. So Faith it is and the Business Faith conference. and Business Conference. And uh, it is August 8th in Sioux Falls at the Ramcota Hotel. And the easiest way to get tickets is faithinbusinessconference.com. Uh, on our website, we have uh, a video about what you're going to get at the conference. We have our list of speakers and time and our great partners that are helping us in this endeavor. And so, yeah, that's where you can go to get everything you need to know about the Faith and Business Conference that's open to anyone of all faiths. Excellent. I got the chance to go down to one of the faith and business conferences. Is either last year or two years ago? It was a terrific experience. I um, I remember one of the speakers was a was an owner of something like fifty Burger King uh, restaurants. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and it was just it was amazing to see the way that he just he cared about the people who worked for him. He'd go around and talk to the employees, and you know, one of his stores made a point of doing that regularly, and just really caring about what was going on in their own individual personal lives. Mm-hmm. And you could just see, I mean, the, the man was, was amazing. It wasn't like he was this highly polished executive. He was a yep. he was a simple guy who just cared about other people, and and that kind of just naturally multiplied itself. It was it was awesome to see the the culture and environment that he had created in a fast food industry. You know, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing that we're trying to get to people is it doesn't matter if you're the CEO or the president of a company or somebody who just goes in on a daily basis, you know, to do a regular job. It doesn't matter. You can still bring these things to work and be a force multiplier within your organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we do all have different gifts. I mean and and I mean even in scripture it talks about, you know, God being the head and and we're the many parts that make things work and uh and just to understand that you know, the business owner and the person who is on the floor or whatever, they have that they're both children of God. Yeah. And they both have a, a role and a purpose and um, a dignity that is deserved yep. to them. Yeah. So, Brian, what are some of the topics and speakers coming up at this year's conference? So this year, uh, we've got another uh, great lineup of speakers. We do three speakers. Um, one of them is Catherine Pakalik, and she is a professor professor of economics at Catholic University of America in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Uh, and she'll take a look at, you know, the academics of business and how a lot of these principles apply. Uh, we're really lucky also to have uh, Father Jim Mason, uh, a priest of the Sioux Falls Diocese, who is the mm-hmm. rector at um, uh, the... Uh, it's one of the A rector in yeah. uh, St. Louis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of where he's at. Yep. And, um, and he's going to really bring the, that spiritual aspect of, okay, what is business, and is it a force for good, and that spiritual part of how it connects your Sunday into your Monday. And then the third speaker we have, who is a local, um, a local executive coach in Sioux Falls, Tom Morgan. He, um, he coaches about a dozen businesses around uh, our area, and he is great. He's a Catholic in Sioux Falls, and he brings a lot of things. When you listen to Tom, you, you know he's Catholic if you know what he's talking about, and if you don't, planting these seeds of human dignity and and things like that that you look at and say, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense. And then you figure out later, oh, wait, these are Catholic social teachings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teaching us. Only we don't know that. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of it is as you come to know Catholic social teaching more and more, it's like it, it, it just resonates. It, it makes sense. Like this is how one who, um, who has the mind of Christ would interact with, with others in the business world. And, right, right. And, and the beauty of Catholic social teaching, it's, it's how we act and how, how the example we're giving, it's not what we're saying, it's what we're doing. And so it's really cool to have that integrated, yeah, you know, in, yeah. into this conference. Um, you know, you should let us know the details one more time. If I'm a, a business, how can I get registered to attend? Or if I'm a person who wants to, you know, attend as an individual, you know, give us those details again, Brian. Yep, go to faithandbusiness.com. Yep, faithandbusinessconference.com, and it's Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls. The great part about it, we start at 11 a.m. with Mass. If uh, you're Catholic and would like to join us, if you're not, that's completely fine. The conference will start at noon, and we go from noon to 4, and we'll have our three speakers. will be great. Uh, panel discussion, and then we'll get everybody out of there. So it's a great half day. So that's, that's why we've set it up this way, is for people who, you know, work. They, they can't always take a day off or can't do all that. So we made it a half-day conference. Registration is only $50. If your business wants to become a partner, again, faithandbusinessconference.com, and you can find out there how to become a partner, how to get your tickets. All the information is there. Excellent. Well, Brian, thank you for taking some time to be with us this morning. It's been a, a treat having you on. Thank you both.